0: This podcast is a proud member of the Lost Podcasting Network. Get all your favorite Lost podcasts in one feed at lostcasts.blogspot.com.
1: Hi there listeners and welcome to Rethinking Lost. Today we're back on track and talking about the dead. So if you'd like to send a comment, suggest a topic or even just pull us up on something that we said wrong then send us an email to rethinkingloss at gmail.com. And here come the beeps. Six, five, four. Three, two, one.
0: Alright, hello everybody. Welcome back to Rethinking Lost. This is episode nine and both elton and i are here to bring you back up to speed with our trip through the dead the dead part three Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to the episode of our apotheosis for bombast podcast and hope you check that out on your own but we're here today to talk about lost and specifically those who are no longer with us so i don't know i thought perhaps we'd start with the man whose death started it all christian shepherd Ooh, creepy christian you might not realize it, but we haven't ever actually seen Christian alive, other than in a flashback.
1: No, that's you know, right. It
0: yeah. might have seemed like it, and there was that—you know—is he alive? And maybe he is alive. This might all be—he <laughs> might be reincarnated by the island. But as far as we know, we were—were were we introduced to him in a flashback, or were we introduced to him as the coffin? Oh, that's way back in season one. Um... Well, the the pilot starts. With the plane crash, correct? It does not start with airport. No, the pilot's on, on the beach straight away, straight into the action.
1: I think the first time we actually see him, isn't it where uh, Jack's on the beach? He's dehydrated,
0: and he sees someone at the he edge of the... He hears the bottle.
1: Yeah, and he, he sees uh, someone at the edge of the forest.
0: That's right. He's following the sound and following the pic- the image, and we see a flashback... I think originally we see the flashback of Jack on the airplane with the little bottles of alcohol. Yeah. But as we go farther through the pilot, we see more and more flashbacks, and we see his his father alive in that form. And I guess at some point we learn that he's there bringing his father's body back to the United States.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so long ago since I've seen that now.
0: I know I've rewatched it, but <laughs> it's still long ago. Well, that that's kind of the point I was hoping to make here is that he's a pretty pivotal character and we don't really know exactly what role he plays yet it's possible that originally it wasn't intended to be that way but he's evolved into a character who who potentially is the tipping of the scales if we have Jacob and we have this man in black and Christian Shepard represents a third entity whether it's the island or or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. he's potentially the change in balance yeah now I had a theory Long ago, there was um, a contest in USA Today. They wanted you to send your theories in. And I guess this would be, I guess, after Season 3 or after Season 4. I'd have to check. But it, my theory then and what I sent in was that I had believed Christian Shepard was on the island before. That he was part of uh, the Darm Initiative. This is definitely before we've seen the Darm Initiative. Right. Uh, and my belief was... Claire and and his other family in Australia was kind of the end result of all this traveling that he was doing you know since there seemed to be some sort of connection between uh dharma and Australia yeah. and then you have the the quirkiness of of Claire's interaction with uh Malkin and the specialness of Aaron it just seemed like in the bloodline there has to be some islandness yeah <laughs> some magic and then we met Christian Shepherd's father in this most recent season which he didn't say very much but he definitely suggested that there's been some some parallel to the path Jack is taking compared to what his father has done yeah
1: going on a trip and
0: stuff like that and he right yeah. well that the timing of this this theory and this post actually uh goes in line with us learning Jack off-island has this breakdown. He's now an alcoholic and he's, he's a mess. He's lost his job at the hospital. And to me, we were seeing Jack following Christian's footsteps. Right. And so I, my theory was that we don't know it, but Christian's breakdown and alcoholism and all is from that same thing. It's from his time on the island, that being off-island and his inability to handle that he can't get back and, oh. and what he's seen and what he's done. So Christian to me has always been an, an intriguing character because even though it seemed like they kind of reduced him at times to being the source of Jack's insecurities and poor people skills and such, I, I think he's he's a bigger part of the island mythology and the island history. And we get those little teases with him talking to Locke in the in the cave and yeah and in the Mobisodes and. I don't know, I'm I'm hoping that he's not just a manifestation of the dark-shirted man or the black smoke. I'm hoping that he's actually a third power player in this.
1: Right, so he he could have possibly been on the island before, either been banished or left of his own accord, then come to realize he has to go back to the island, either drunk himself to death or committed suicide like it was suggested Locke committed suicide.
0: Or Jeremy Bentham.
1: Or Mm -hmm. uh, Jack was flying around on uh, planes, wasn't he? Hoping to crash as well, wasn't he? Yes,
0: and then there was Christian going back and forth to Australia. Perhaps that's how he met Claire's mom. Ah. From all this traveling. What was he doing in Australia? We know he was there for one of the trips to to see Claire and and to visit Claire's mom in the hospital and all. Mm -hmm. But originally, what was he doing there? It's not like he's... A brush salesman <laughs> he's he's the chief of surgery at a, a u.s hospital yeah it always seemed to me that his story had a big chunk that was untold
1: well if and that's true that's awesome
0: I, to me if they went that route it if that had been you know the resolution of the story or if we had seen him on on an island this past season where he's mm-hmm. one of the folks in ann arbor Uh, that would have been a completely satisfying thing to me. I I was all prepared for that. Mm -hmm. And I I think it still can happen. Throwing out this whole thing with the bomb and whether Jack and Juliet and all of them were successful, I I don't know. We're not talking spoiler six anyway. But assuming the story just continues from linearly. So there's the incident, and then another 30 years go on on the island, and, and the map is made and refers to the incident. There's still room for Christian Shepherd to come to the island after the incident, yeah, but before his death.
1: Oh yeah, so, definitely,
0: definitely I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that that somewhere in there he is definitely a power player. and he had to die to come back to the island, so that's what we're starting at. He's, you look at now the start of the lost series, and you look at Locke, and that's looking pretty parallel. So
1: where is Christian Shepherd's body at the moment? seeing that we've already seen Locke's body he's come back as a dead guy and we've already seen his body as well haven't we that's true now where is Christian Shepard's body because Jack Shepard went looking for his father and he found an empty coffin didn't he
0: Yes, he smashed
1: it up and there was no body no one's ever seen a body no one's seen a a body hanging from a tree or eaten half by a polar bear or in a ditch somewhere, have they? No one's come across anyone else's body
0: like that. That's true. It does seem that this uh, reincarnated lock body is capable of interacting physically with things. Maybe maybe once a form of Christian Shepherd was created, which it appears the lock form didn't appear until they were on the island, mm-hmm. maybe it was physically able to lift the body and move it.
1: Or Christian Shepard's not dead. That's true. Oh, there was um, an episode where Jack goes back and he goes to pick up his, his father's body. He hasn't seen his father die, has he? As far as we know, we, we don't know he's seen the body either. So they could have been carrying an empty coffin over
0: anyway. You're right. That's, that's been one of those things. There was trouble getting the body released. Yeah. And, and...
1: If, uh, if you remember... Uh, we've already said that only a couple of people smoked on the island, is that right? Uh, Sawyer smokes, and Paolo from Nikki and Paolo smoked mm-hmm. and they're the only people I really remember smoking, I'm sure there's a couple others but I can't remember, I don't really care um, <laughs> but in that scene, there's a scene in the, uh, a hotel where Jack goes up to a hotel room, he's got all his father's belongings there, he goes through his father's wallet I think And on the side, on one of the bedside tables, there's a packet of cigarettes. Now, is that suggesting, ooh, smoke monster? Or he's a smoker? or I don't know, because we haven't seen him smoke Mm. at all. So why would there be a packet of cigarettes in that room? That's true. I know it's a silly little thing and prop guy goes, oh, let's put cigarettes there. You always find cigarettes. Because it was 2004
0: and everyone on TV smoked and all
1: the bars you could smoke in and...
0: Right, but it is definitely the kind of thing that, that could have been very well premeditated.
1: Yeah. Because I'm still on the belief that Anthony Cooper, uh, he actually died. I'm still on that belief, and maybe the smoke monster or someone along those lines took his form and then pushed Locke out the window.
0: Oh, you think he died prior to being in the Black Rock and Sawyer taking yeah. care of him?
1: yeah. I can't remember if I've said it on this or not, but I definitely wrote a a post on the forum about it, about uh, Anthony Cooper definitely died, and it was reported in the newspaper that he died because Helen told Locke that his father had died.
0: Mm hmm Right, and Locke was upset because he thought he faked the death. Yeah. Well, the the thing with Anthony Cooper dying, dying prior to uh, Locke going out the window... Yeah. ...the the whole for me with that is anytime we see someone on the island that doesn't appear that appears to have been reincarnated, whether it's Yemi or Boone or the new lock or Christian shepherd, they all are aware that they're not the original. You know, okay. they have this kind of confidence and, and like people assume that they're the original, but they make no pretense that they might be, that they don't belong there, that they know they don't belong there. Mm -hmm. And when we met Anthony Cooper in the Black Rock, he was paranoid and he didn't know how he got there. And he didn't have that air of of self-awareness that we've seen with these other reincarnated characters. Mm -hmm. So I I always felt like that was more that he'd been taken from the hospital and brought in the sub or by whatever, unaware, he was legitimately brought to the island. Mm -hmm. And I follow what you're saying, but I also feel like Anthony Cooper's character was developed that he would be the kind of guy who would have pushed Locke out the window. Yeah. So it's not so out of character influenced by the dark side for that to have happened.
1: I no, think. I understand that but he was apparently brought onto the island by a box, wasn't he? In the yep. magical box. Ah, hang on. The box. Don't open the box. Could it be a coffin? Could the box they all refer to be coffins? could be don't open the box I don't know I think I've, I've still... just solved it all there, <laughs> there hands I'm locked. still not
0: buying it just because of his demeanor but well let's let's take him uh, I'll give you credit you might be absolutely right and I, I hope you are but I also hope you're not because then yeah. that makes for a pretty long I, <laughs> I haven't
1: I haven't been right yet
0: on any of my predictions <laughs> yet so I'm not holding my breath yet well let's look at his death that we saw you know we we saw his death in the Black Rock, he
1: assuming Anthony, that he was Anthony Cooper, yeah yes, okay, yeah
0: so assuming that that was him just brought to the island the same way uh, by the same strange means that the other living characters have been brought there, mm-hmm. and he was still alive at that point, so his death scene is uh, a trial for Locke, yeah, he's told to go and and kill Cooper, which he doesn't. It's Richard. Richard Alpert is the one who ends up tipping Locke off that there might be someone who can get the job done for him. Yep. Now, we've already seen on several occasions that Locke may not be the special person that, that he believes he is, and he's telling everyone he is, and how it's become kind of a self fulfilling description. Mm-hmm. So here we have Locke should have failed at the task, and Richard Alpert gives him the means to, to pass the test anyway. So that, in one sense, plot-wise, that's a major thing. And then, for Sawyer, when Sawyer finally got his chance to confront the real Sawyer, I, I was convinced that was the end of the character. It's one of about four times that i thought Sawyer was going to be killed the next episode. Yeah, yeah. His demons were, were exorcised, but...
1: Yeah, they could have finished him off there and
0: then, really. Yeah. It was a pretty heart-wrenching scene, though. I really felt for Sawyer. I like Sawyer as a character anyway, but... Mm-hmm. They really projected the pain and and just suffering that he had gone through. And and I, I felt bad for him, too, because it felt like um, once he, he killed him, it was, you know, lock opens the door, and it's like, okay, James, you can go now. And that's it. Yeah. But with uh, Cooper, he was
1: sitting there. He was still the cocky little so-and-so that we all know and love, mm-hmm. even while he was chained up. He'd been chained up in the room when Ben introduced him to Locke, and then we didn't see him for four or five episodes after that. Yeah. And, he, he and then was he still had... He's still cocky all the way through, was not he? Yeah. And he had to return the body. He had to bring mm-hmm. the body with him to prove it. Now, does that say something?
0: Seems to. There seems to be some suggestion that bodies have to be handled carefully on the island.
1: Mm.
0: What do you make of the decision to have him or to give him a, a very job of the hut kind of death. Other than just a, as a nod to Star Wars, do you think there was some other I didn't really uh, implication. Didn't even think about that at the time. Uh, there were there were a couple people who talked about how it was, you know, the choking him with the chain and and he's the defiant obnoxious feeling indestructible kind of person.
1: Yeah, but Sawyer wasn't exactly wearing a a bikini at the time, was he? I I think if you get anything like that, a lot of people always see something that relates to something, don't they? You you could relate uh, Ben killing Jacob with a knife to Chucky. Yeah. And some people will. Yeah. Because he held the knife like it and it wasn't the greatest acting in the world. He did look like a little doll just running up him, going... (laughs) So, you know, there are scenes like that. I I never saw that. I never even thought about that at the
0: time. Yeah, I think there's you're right. The people definitely try to make connections and it's just not even intentionally. Your brain just does that. It it looks for parallels, mm. but I don't know that, that to me was, uh a pretty tough death scene. It was one of the more graphic ones that I can remember. Oh
1: yeah. There was pure pain and physical force in that one as well.
0: And I, I'll bring up another one that troubled me, <laughs> even though I didn't really care that the character died. Um, Nikki and Paula. Okay. They their death. Just just the idea of being buried alive. Buried alive. <laughs> like that. <laughs> it it was troubling to me for two reasons. Number one, you didn't know if they were really dead. And it's not that I hated the characters so much I didn't want them to come back. It just was it wasn't final to like I I was kinda on the edge of my seat thinking like, are they gonna come up now? Are they gonna come up now? Maybe next episode they'll be there. Like are, are they gonna count find them? Is there gonna be a hand? Yeah. And it really took a while for me to be convinced that they were done. In fact, I think it was a, a podcast with Damon and Carlton that finally, finally closed the the coffin, so to speak, for me. Yeah. But also just the the whole creepiness of what had happened to them, and knowing that it could have happened to anybody on the island at any time. Yeah.
1: See, they didn't bug me at all.
0: No, oh, I, I like the too. way they
1: stuck them into the pilot.
0: Yeah, like did, Forrest Gump, to the same way they would throw throw him into all those old scenes.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great the way they did it. Yeah. And it, everyone relates back to it, and a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, when, when Lost is finished, you're always going to remember them two, and they're going to be immortal in the Lost's uh, world, and people are going to refer back to that episode as, you know, they try to bring people in, and it didn't really work. But they're always trying to be bring new people in, and you've got to have other
0: characters in there. They didn't really bug me that much. Um, No, I didn't mind it either. I I actually liked it. I thought it was pretty clever. I think what people were threatened by was the fact that the Lost producers keep saying, we have a plan, we've got this all worked out, and then to see how easily and how well they could go back and modify history and be like, oh yeah, we had this planned all. Yeah. There's things like this, the people in the cave, they say they have that all worked out all along. Yeah. But when you see what they did with the Nikki and Paulo episode, in the back of your mind, you worry, are they going to make it that way by doctoring up what we've seen before, giving us some extra flashbacks with someone in the corner we didn't notice? And, and I think it, that was a threat to a lot of people. Because the characters themselves, like you said, it, it was pretty harmless. They didn't really... Uh, didn't affect anything in a negative way and and they brought in you we have julia we had faraday we had the pilot yeah but they they weren't losties though that these were
1: actual losties on the plane that we didn't see for a whole season and then all all of a sudden every now and again that you'd see them and then they'd bring them in a little bit further a little bit further and a lot of people just called foul on it didn't they and i don't know i I didn't mind them being there. It doesn't really
0: bother me. Well, don't you think that could have been viewed the same way as the other 48 days were? Oh, by the way, there's another group of survivors who've been living on the other side of the island. And they pretty much brought them up to speed uh, in one episode. Yeah, in in the other 48
1: days. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, I think that was planned. You had the the whole uh, boon in the aeroplane, didn't you? on the radio and he had a transmission towards the end of the first season Mm -hmm. and that was always there that was I think they're always going to bring in another lot straight after
0: alright real quick off the top of your head who's still alive out of the other 48 days
1: uh oh the 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 guy uh Bernard yeah that's him Bernard Bernard it's Bernard
0: his name's Bernard it's not (laughs) Bernard well, is he's the only one. No, he's not the only one. There's, there's the people who supposedly are with the others.
1: Oh, the air hostess. Oh, oh! all these names are going from my head. Cindy. Yep, Cindy, yeah.
0: Cindy and, and the little kids.
1: kids. Yeah, the little kids are still with Cindy, aren't they? Right. The mother was of the kids died in the plane crash, didn't she? Right. I think Echo pulled them out of the body, out the sea. Mm -hmm. And they were dead. Echo's dead now. Anna Lucia's dead, thank God. (laughs) Can't remember who else was with them.
0: Libby was with them. So there was this other guy. um, He was on the TV show Ed. The actor's name is Josh Randall. And the character he played is Nathan. And I mean, I remember him because I kind of like him as an actor. But he died because Anna Lucia thought he was um, another.
1: Oh, I remember him, yep. Yeah. He's so, the guy who got thrown in the pit.
0: Yeah. 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 And then, you know, we found out later it was Goodwin.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: Now, Goodwin's death, that's another death that's kind of harsh. It was quick because it all happened in that, that one episode, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Yes, it did, yeah.
0: Well, let, let's back up
1: just a, a tiny bit. Um Sure. Anna Lucia dug a big hole with her own hands, didn't she? Threw Nathan in that pit. Goodwin then released him from the pit and then broke his neck straight after.
0: Didn't they play good cop, bad cop with Echo? Like, she she made it look like Echo was the big threat and she tried to get him to, uh, to talk. Or maybe that was with Jin and Michael that she did that.
1: Sure... well she was was thrown in the pit with um
0: That's right, that's right
1: Sawyer, wasn't she? And she got the gun off Sawyer and then got hauled up outside.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of.
1: And yeah, they were Gin and Michael, weren't they? Oh, the greatest scene ever when they're running down the beach. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um Who are we going with? Goodwin, yeah, Goodwin. He um I'm I'm not sure if it was in the other forty eight days, it may have been. But he was, would you say, accidentally killed by Anna Lucia? He went to attack her, really, didn't he? She had already well, worked out that he was another. Yeah. And he ended up getting thrown onto a, a, a stake, really, didn't he?
0: Yeah. And it turned out that was all hoped for by Benjamin Linus. Because he wanted to get Goodwin away from Juliet. Oh, and he took Juliet to see her. He, his body as well, didn't That's she? That's right. Ooh, creepy Ben. Yeah. So when you look at Goodwin's death and the significance it had, I mean it was telling it, it helped develop Analysia's paranoia. And and kinda of justified how freaky she was and <laughs> and volatile, but she was just messed up on her own.
1: How did Ben know where to look for
0: Goodwin's body? I would think he had people following that whole group. Yeah. Well, because they took, they took the kids. Oh, that's right, yeah. And they took the flight attendant. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't know it at the time, but he had an interest in what was happening to Goodwin.
1: That's right, yeah. Yeah, so he's just being tipped off to where it is. And
0: okay. that adds another significance to Goodwin's death because that helps show the stalker creepiness of Ben in his relationship with Juliet. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you want to talk about Christian Shepherd and and what how he he could still be a, a huge player.
1: Well, yeah, he's Christian Shepherd is still a huge character in the in the program, isn't he? Yeah. So we're not going to really find out the reason behind his death until I'd say late season six. You're not going to be told straight away, are you? So. No. No. W- with him, he's he's a huge part. Um, who else did we cover? Nicky and Paolo. Mm-hmm. They're dead and buried. There's there's not a lot more story to to come along unless
0: there's yeah. the zombie season that everyone talks about. <laughs> Anthony Cooper is someone. It, if your theory is true, he, we could potentially see him alive, depending on what what happens as a result of this bomb.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, well, even if it's 1975 or whatever year it was, you know, it depends where they go for season six. If they go off island. Two thousand off island nineteen seventy two thousand four whatever it is that could have a big bearing on whether we'll see those characters, but I, my feeling is he didn't die until after eight fifteen crashed right well that that could be something too I mean Nikki and Paulo, all these characters we're talking about, except for Christian Shepard died post crash
1: yes well, let me lay my anthony cooper uh theory out there. Anthony Cooper died, it was reported in the newspaper, Helen told Locke then Locke went to see his dad, or met up with his dad, didn't he? My theory, now that we've seen all these smoke monsters and these uh, people taking the form of dead people, is black-shirted guy took over Anthony Cooper's body and pushed Locke out the window Locke died when he hit the floor, Jacob came along and revived him, now I'm thinking that's the game that they're playing. Black Shirty Guy needed a body or wanted to get Locke out of the way to kill him there and then so he doesn't even come to the island. Mm-hmm. Jacob's there to revive him to say, you know, we need this piece in the game. He revives him. And it's just a little tit-for-tat, tit-for-tat. Okay, fine, I'll, I can't save him and he him be a miracle, falling out eight stories. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put him in a wheelchair. And then, obviously, he... Was he in Australia when that happened? I don't think he was, was he? No, he wasn't. No, then he went on his walkabout, or tried to go on his walkabout, and then flying back, then he crashed onto the island. So I'm just putting out there that I think Anthony Cooper died, and he was taken over by the smoke monster. It might not have happened. It's, it's a long way away from what what is going on now anyway, so it might not even be revisited. But that's my little thought anyway.
0: Let me throw a follow-up question to you there and I, I might have the timing off but he, he falls he obviously goes and gets a surgery in a wheelchair and all and we see Matthew Abaddon in the hospital as his orderly yes is that when is that is that shortly after he's put in the wheelchair or is that um that's it in years his, later that's in his
1: rehabilitation isn't it so yeah you talk talking so, months later
0: Right, but, but not years later. So potentially, if there's a tug-of-war for Locke, Locke's body and soul, mm-hmm. or let's just say body, because that seems to be all that's really needed at this point, mm. you have, in theory, the dark one side pushing him out the window, Jacob healing him. Yep. Then during the rehabilitation, he encounters Abaddon, which seems to be we first met him definitely seemed like from a dark side but we don't really know still what Widmore's place is all we know is is that Abaddon was a man who got things done for Widmore yeah There was Widmore getting it done for this enemy of Jacob having been forsaken by Jacob as the leader of the others has he now aligned himself with the dark man and so there there he is now with his man there (laughs) tilting John out of the wheelchair down the steps yeah trying again to, to get the job done. Lots something, to ponder something. on there. Yeah. Well, we could leave it at that for now and come back and talk about Abaddon and some of the other dead in a future episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I did have one thing, though. Um, it's an article from August 2006, and it's a little bit related, and I'll read you a couple of highlights. We'll put the, the link in the show notes. I'd be careful about visiting the link because unfortunately just like so many websites it's got the article from the past and then right in the corner are some current article headlines some of which are season 6 spoilery so you know okay. you might want to just go by the description I give if you're listening to this but this article is I'm finding it on buddytv.com it was written by Oscar Dahl it's dated August 2nd 2006 and reading real quickly uh A year ago, ABC hosted the incredible launch party for the release of the Lost Season 1 DVD. Journalists were flown down free of charge, they had this whole big thing on the beach. And so now, August 2nd, 2006, the plan is for the Lost Season 2 DVD release. And the author is noting that ABC has severely reduced the budget for this year's party. The guest list has been cut in half. It's not on the beach anymore, instead it's on a 125 seat restaurant. and so. What the author is wondering is, is this cost-cutting a sign of more severe cost-cutting in the future? And he actually says at one point, Lost was undoubtedly a huge moneymaker for Disney, but perhaps what's most troubling is that some view there have been creative discrepancies between the first two seasons. While Lost's first season was universally lauded, the second season failed to garner much of the critical praise, perfectly evidenced by this year's noticeably fewer Emmy nominations. Second seasons are always tough, and it may be a case where ABC is told Nec- ABC has told the network executives to strip down Lost's budget. It's wholly possible that the internal view of Lost has switched from the biggest show on television to just a solid program with a quality fan base. One of the best ways to slash the budget is to kill off a character, as we've seen in the past, well mostly season one. Lost Brain Trust is completely unafraid to exterminate a main character. Now, here's the part that that was, at the time, potentially spoilery. It's not anymore. The Lost cast members renegotiated their contracts following season one, exponentially raising their pay per episode. With a cast as large as Lost, losing a character isn't crippling. You don't even need to replace a dead character with a new one. Given this, take a look at what Matthew Fox and Naveen Andrews have lined up for themselves outside of Lost. Now, again, this is August 2006. Mm-hmm. Naveen Andrews is in the midst of filming one of two segments of Grindhouse. Naveen is starring in the Tarantino segment. What does this mean for Andrews? Is he looking out for the future, possibly knowing something about the fate of Saeed? Matthew Fox recently signed on to play Sylvester Stallone's antagonist in Rambo 4. Yeah, seriously. A huge action film like Rambo 4. It'll presumably take months to film, and given loss, long production schedule, I see no way the two don't conflict. Again, does Fox know something about Jack that we don't? Maybe the skimped down DVD launch party means nothing. Maybe last year it turned out to be too much of a hassle. But maybe the powers that be have decided they need fewer cast members. Ooh. So that's an interesting thing. And it would have been funny if those turned out to be Boone and Anna Lucia or, you know, two characters we've seen die. Yeah. But, you know, Naveen and Matthew Fox are still with us. Yeah, and
1: he wasn't in Rambo 4 either, was he? I don't know. Didn't see it.
0: I know, it's a shock. (laughs) But no mention of Speed Racer. A Speed Racer, you would think. Yeah, he
1: was in that, wasn't he? Yeah. I caught that the other day. Oh, there he is.
0: Now, that could be the kind of movie, though, there's so much CG that they do pretty much most of the filming in a short span of time, and then... What takes a long time for the movie is all the, the computer work. Yeah, yeah, come in for a couple of days, we'll shoot around you and then, yeah. then you can go any way. But mm. that's... I thought that was kind of interesting. As we're talking about characters who died, here was a prediction that some main characters would be killed off and you know, we still have a lot of main characters to talk about, but I don't think that's why these people are gone. I think this was just a little bit of speculation. Yeah. Okay. I've got one thing to say.
1: I'm a winner in something. Alright. On this. Do you remember? I think it was the last time out or the time before. We've had a f- few emails about this anyway. hmm. That I said that Kate killed her father. I do remember that. And I, I thought that Kate had killed her father by accident and went to see her stepfather. And I th- you corrected me saying, or well, thinking along the lines that Kate had killed her stepfather and went to see her father. I was wrong.
0: Yeah. One <laughs> nil to me. <laughs> yeah. I've been wrong a couple of times, starting right off the bat with who's Greg Grunberg.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Just, I remember that as well,
0: yeah. Uh, it, boy, have you seen him on Twitter? He's got, like, thousands of followers. Um, so people are going, who's Scott Copperman, Now who's Greg Grunberg. <laughs> <laughs> we had an email
1: from Anna from the Jacob's Cabin Lost podcast, which is nice to hear from. We yep. also had one from... I know it's Brian
0: Larson, yeah, Brian Larson emailed us about uh, the death of Carl and Alex. Yep. Yeah.
1: But there was someone someone else. Apologies for forgetting where it is. I can't find it in in these tons of emails at the moment. But they also confirmed that Kate actually killed her father and not her stepfather. So I win that one. One nil to me. One nil <laughs> to UK versus USA. There we That's
0: go. right. But no, we do appreciate all the emails we've gotten. We, as you know, we've been out of town a little bit, so we're a little behind on replies. But we will get back to to each of you who've asked us questions and commented, and and we do appreciate all the visits to the sites and and everything.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll definitely go through all the emails and have maybe half an email show, just to say <laughs> thank you very much to everyone who's sent their stuff in. So don't worry, you will hear it. There you go. Right, so should we wrap this pig in a blanket right now?
0: Yeah, we'll wrap up episode 9 and the dead part 3. We still have plenty of dead characters to take a look at. Uh, and we will head out in a different direction with some of these future episodes. But any suggestions, anything you want us to take a look at, send us an email at rethinkinglost at gmail.com or leave us a comment at the rethinkinglost.podbean.com website. Like we said, we do read it all, we just don't always get a chance to acknowledge it on air.
1: Yeah, that's right. Or you can send comments as well to our Twitters, which is Twitter forward slash UltimateManus or SHC1970. And you can follow us both there and we will be friendly to you.
0: Yeah. We are not participating in uh, the ARG, the alternate reality game, officially through the site. We will continue to present you Season 6 spoiler-free content as much as we can. we just will. We'll just find a way. Yeah, somehow. If you do make a comment on our website, please do try to keep that in mind in case anyone else is taking a look. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week with another episode of Rethinking Lost. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. I'll see you then. Thanks a lot.
1: Bye.